I may have to try that then. I like yeah. I like cherry Coke uh, sodas. I'll try it. Like yeah. I was first time, like uh, Eli brought that up, and I saw it in the store. I was like, okay. Well, fuck. I'm gonna drink I like it now. cream soda. I, I hate cherry stuff. It tastes like cough syrup. Well, I was talking about the cream soda variant. Oh, and oh, I yeah. like cream sodas pretty well. I have a friend who used to do. Uh, he'd he'd buy cream weird. sodas and then do a uh, Bacardi 151 in cream soda. <laughs> You couldn't taste the 151. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. 151 in cream soda? Yep. Gasoline and cream soda? Yep. Oh, my Lord. Could not taste the 151. Jet fuel. Yep. And deliciousness. All in one. Don't mix. I I don't know. Jet fuel and deliciousness do pretty well here on Cage in Greatness, (laughs) the show where we discuss the films of Nicolas Cage 43.2% of the time. Tonight, not one of those nights. I I think our average is just going to go way down this month. It's the month of Uncaged. I don't know that we try that much, Jeremy, to be honest with you. Okay, (laughs) always try that much. Like, yes, the the past four weeks have really fucked our average. It has. It has to be said. Uh, and we're not going to be counting the next month of minisodes towards the average. No, no, no. But then we're coming back in January. We're coming back fucking strong with Cage, right? That's what we do. For like, what, two weeks? <laughs> no, we're going to do at least three in a row, maybe, probably, perhaps. I don't know. We haven't gotten that far. Shall Yo, I? you keep flapping your yapper. We'll open up with Creed, motherfucker. God we know damn. how excited you are about that show. Can you take me here for this. I need to know, Pat, how excited are you for the fucking Creed episode that is now officially fucking happening? I mean, this has been almost two years in the making. I could put a dent in the side of a tour bus. I I had to go in and find where it landed on the wheel and cannon scream on that episode. I had to go in and specifically lower and even out the volume on that because it peaked. I'm sorry, listeners, but I got mucho excited on that one, let me tell you. This is what I get oh for getting my episode and then just fucking... You even yeah. spun the wheel, so it's your fault. I know. You, you made it happen. You're responsible. Like, you know what? I would like to Thank shake you, your Jeremy. hand. Thank you, Jeremy. No, I took that shake hand off. Hand. Shake my hand. Yeah, All right, now, job, let me Jeremy. shake your hand because you shook his hand. Yeah. It's a fucking transitive property. Now. Second hand second handshake. I'm burning this hand now. <laughs> Frank, how you doing? That's it. Doctor, 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 You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna start the Creed episode off by just severing that hand now. Well, I mean, it's gonna become Star Wars. You are the greatest podcast ever. Or me and me and me and Tana could just do a karaoke of the entire greatest hits album. I mean, nothing else to change episode just yet. But when we get there, we'll get there. That would be in line. No, we're doing a third season. No, losing a hand would be in line with previous issues of insect attacks, electrocutions, more insect and arachnid attacks. Electrocutions. Now he's really milking that electrocution, isn't he? I almost died. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You look very alive, though. I said almost. I got. Who would like to die for art? Oh God! He's pointing a gun at me. Almost only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and thermal nuclear warheads. I mean, that's a fair point. Yeah, that's true. Also, it could be a a bat doorway into. a Young Cage episode where we review idle hands. Oh, God. Oh, I mean, hey. You know what? I wore that VHS the fuck out <laughs> when I was a kid. We'll have to read copies of Farewell to Arms. I love, I love Seth Green so much. I think that movie has our kind of energy. It has not aged well. 
It probably hasn't. <laughs> it probably I mean, it, it hasn't. hasn't aged as poorly as, say, the pest. Oh, God. I feel like the pest is what happens when someone wants to be the, the main <laughs> character in this movie that we're talking about. Listeners, we cannot stress this enough. Listen to our episode about the pest. Oh. Don't watch the It's like Lozamo Day. <laughs> so today we're here for a very special uncaged. It is the birthday celebration of our dear, wonderful friend... <laughs> Cannon. Hooray. Happy birthday, yes. sir. Yes, my parents met 35 years ago <laughs> and decided, you know what? Whoops. And uh, here I am. That's right. Because, like, the math checks, uh, if I was born in November, what? I had to have been a Valentine's Day whoopsie yeah. daisy. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I was a New Year's baby. Yeah. Because something about holidays made all our parents want to smush. Like, Prom baby. <laughs> Prom baby. <laughs> Would I be a Thanksgiving baby? My birthday's in July. Mm, yeah, turkey. Yeah, Let's that, go. That seems to check out. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, hey, man. Well, apparently, I'm the only one that was planned in this whole group. <laughs> yes. Back when they actually planned shit. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, my dad is the last male on his family side, so he had to have a son, so they needed another child after my sis- older sister was born. And then I go and let the entire family down by not having any children. Yeah, yeah. I, I was told I was a mistake from very early on. <laughs> no, no, fact, <laughs> you forgot. You forgot to preface with the. Uh, let me tell you. Oh, that wasn't the sad story. This is the sad. No, story. Okay, well, let me stop you right there. <laughs> so we are here to celebrate Cannon's birthday. We got the regular crew of your boy Shimmy. Jeremy Cannon, obviously, he insisted on being on. For Cannon's here? What? That's what crazy. Yeah. We also have Pat, Pat, who wanted to join the celebration. And, yeah, of course... I, I, you know, a little classic from the OG days. Right. Because yeah, you're never on here anymore. <laughs> hey, yeah, some, some of us got things to and, do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, Cannon's split personality, Postman Frank. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Hey, you shut the fuck up. Hey, what's going on? Uh, Frank, it's good, it's good for everybody to be here. For, for Cannon, happy birthday, Cannon. Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. Thank I'm glad. you for manifesting today. I, th- I, th- I appreciate everybody. Yeah, bro, I, I, I'm, I'm, thanks for letting me out of the corner for once, you know. Now you've left Abaddon by Abaddon? 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 I would like. I, I would like to. I, I would like to just say that that's my favorite bit when I talk. Cannon does it to me. I get up my mouth and I start laughing. So it's just completely unchallenged. I'm glad you appreciate that because the difficulty in going back and re-recording your lines while you're also laughing as Cannon is really difficult. Like, yeah. like the editing and the just the sound production to make. Both of you, your voices you're just on yourself at the now. same time. Like it's it's tough, right? Canon, it takes us like two hours each week to do this. Who the fuck are you? There you go. <laughs> hey, that's that's just a sound bit. <laughs> what the fuck? Son Frank? of a bitch. This is why. This is why you're in the corner. You don't turn your phone on silent. I probably should have answered that because that was my son. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, do we need to take a break? No, let's take a break. Let's take a break. Oh, my God. No, answer the phone. Talk to him on the air. It's a, it's a celebration. Let's, it wouldn't be the first out. phone call we've had on the air. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's a no. special guest. Okay. I mean, if he calls again, something's on fire, probably. No, I hope not. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Actually, knowing him, something might be on fire now. <laughs> wait, wait, what? I said things on fire. That's not true. He normally calls me just, hey, Frank. What's what's going on? <laughs> I didn't like football practice today. That's, that's pretty good. Oh, okay. William, got it. 
so, Cannon's birthday. Yes. What we're going to do, we're going to go around and do the thing we always do where we give our scores. Cannon, please tell our listeners the joy that you bestowed upon us today. Well, back in good old 1994, little Cannon Jr., basically, I might as well have discovered comedy when I discovered Jim Carrey. Because back in, especially in 94, the man could do no wrong. The man had like three like fucking mega hit movies. Was it Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, and The Mask? Mm -hmm. Which is, now y'all have to guess which one we watched. (laughs) I'm kidding. We watched The Mask. I was going to say the number two. I was going to say Sonic Damn. Hedgehog 2. That wasn't in 94, though. That would confuse so many people. No, the game was probably there. Yeah, see, it, 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 actually, it's a recursive thing. Jim Carrey went back in time. He was robot on the, on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> but, yes, um, I... You know what? It came to the wire. It literally came to today. Like, I don't know why I'm such an... Uh, undecisive person when it comes to movies, especially to have as many as I fucking do and to have as access to so many streaming services that I have. All of That's them. why but indecisive. I know. I am just, just fucking crippled by choice here, but you know what? I wanted to uh, end, uh, well, the season on a, you know, a fun note because I wore this movie out as a kid and I don't think I've seen it in its entirety since I was a child. And... We've watched it, and now we are going to talk about it. So, do I get to pick the order of how things operate around? Uh, Sure. It it was the mask. We watched the mask. Wait, I said that. Did you? Yeah, I did. I don't remember you saying that. Because I said the three bangers. Yeah, but then then we... And then I said, which was the mask? And Mm -hmm. then I did... I think we were yelling over that. The number Ladies 20- and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cajun Greatness proudly brings to you the fact that we watched the 1994 comedy classic for my birthday, The Mask, starring Jim Carrey and introducing Cameron Diaz. And if you don't like it, we got three words for you. Somebody stop me. Oh, that was good. That Thank was you. good. Thank you. Mm. That, was, that was good that you quoted that wrestler who thinks he's better than Bret Hart. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, well, well, he said he was a better sports entertainer than Bret Hart. And he's still wrong. I disagree. Mm. I think Road Dogg's a better sports entertainer than Brett the Hitman. I think Road Dogg's a hack. We're, we're going to have to save this little beef for another time. Season Brett, three. Oh, <laughs> Brett, he was great in the ring, but also, you know, boring as like dry toast oh come on that heel canada run though that was great the heel canada run it only worked because everybody loved austin so much <sighs> road dog only worked because he was <laughs> hanging out with triple h <laughs> i mean you're not wrong either <laughs> but he was more entertaining at least on the mic than bret hart well yeah that's unfair that's Brett's not only- how is that unfair it's accurate bret's <laughs> only entertaining on the mic when he's talking about bill goldberg no, because <laughs> that bit's now. just in the fucking ground. <laughs> anyway, the mask. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Well, the Cannon's Wrestling episode. <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. Never, ever, never going to happen. <laughs> hey, listen, we have a whole extra channel, AYCH extra, in fact, <laughs> that we have plenty of room for any bright ideas for programming. <laughs> okay, so, you know what? Hmm. I'm curious to start with Frank. What did you think about the mask? Okay, uh, this is a comic character that I've, I've always loved. Uh, 
Well, well, a lot of people don't know this came from a Dark Horse yeah. comic character who was very different than the movie. Don't go buy the Dark Horse comic books thinking you're getting Jim Carrey. Because you are not. No. It came out, and I was like, I have to go see this movie. And my roommate at the time was like, go see this movie with me. It's going to be fun. And we went and saw the movie. We both loved the, the hell out of it. It's super fun. There's like wall-to-wall action comedy slapstick just right in my wheelhouse. It's a comic book character that I like that's kind of representative uh, represented in it the similar powers and plus the dog in it is the, the cutest fucking dog ever and so much so that my roommate insisted on getting a Jack Russell Terrier <laughs> that I ended up with eventually that I had for about 18 years it's like one of the best dogs ever however everything the dog does in this movie not have to be trained. That's just how they act. <laughs> fucking insane. Top 10 smartest movie dogs ever. He, they are freaking insane and uh, you're not getting a little cute little cuddle bunny if you get one. They're like crack puppies. They really are insane. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> I'm going to get a five. Five stars. Hell nice. Alright, let's just, let's just go in order. Pat Dog, what are we thinking? Hello, yeah, this is... Um, Quite possibly the first time I've seen this movie since I was five years old. Like, oh, wow, I've been the, close to thirty years since I've seen it, and okay. it's just as bright. Just a few minutes ago when we finished it, as it was in my memory, because like, there's a lot that's just like really just eye catching about the movie, from like all the neon signs, the dark city, and like the sort of like. The Art Deco 1930s, 40s, like, throwback that was really popular, it seems, in the early 90s. Yeah. Because uh, I feel like we've seen a few movies from the early 90s, yeah, like, this 90s. year that's really big yeah. into that time period. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's still fun. Like, I, I still I got a lot of big laughs. I know it, it's it, because it, it is so, like, jokey and, like, Looney Tunes in real life, I don't. I don't think it's like aged badly and it's like oh this is like ooh, problematic it's just just with I think modern sensibilities if this is your first time seeing it you might not appreciate just like the, the jokiness of it in, in this capacity but it, to me it's still a fun ride the three very hearty stars oh okay okay Jim yeah. Dog so this movie is what got me into big band music and that, that 40s and 50s aesthetic. Because if you think about it, uh, 40 years is about the correct time period where things get popular again. Because right now, the 80s, huge popular. That was 40 years ago. You know, in the 2010s, the 70s, hippies. And the, it's, it's always just that 40-year cycle. So 90s, 40s, and 50s. It makes sense. Uh, I love this movie. I've always loved this movie. I love the Looney Tunes. So I love the mask. I love the music in it. I love the zoot suit aesthetic. It makes me happy. Uh, when I was in elementary school, I sang the song Cuban Pete so much that people started calling me that. Wow. <laughs> because as uh, third and fourth graders, we didn't understand the ideas behind cultural appropriation. <laughs> I just sang the song a lot. Four and a half stars. I love this movie. In fact, you know, no, fuck it. Five stars. There's nothing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing there wrong with this movie. No, there, there you go. There you fucking go there, bud. Jeremy, dog. I, 
I'm in the same boat. This movie is like a shot of nostalgia straight into my veins. Uh, I love this movie a lot because I was a big Jim Carrey fan as a kid. Like, you know, Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber. Even even past this movie, like with like Liar, Liar. Mm. Um, cable Guy. Cable Guy, yeah. yeah. Like, I loved, like, he was awesome in that, that time period. And uh, I had the, the fun connection of one of the first CDs I ever known was the soundtrack for Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, which had White Zombie on it. And Presidents <laughs> of the United States, because the Bull Weevil song was on there. Uh, <laughs> but this movie was great. I... Uh, yeah, the, the Looney Tune aesthetic is, is fantastic. There is a really weird like moment where we were watching this, and I was like, this movie kind of has the same lighting as like Gotham City. A little bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like stark lights. Uh, and there's a couple of other things that like I noticed watching this. And, and I I think I still own my VHS copy somewhere back home. Oh, I wish I still uh, had mine. But uh, I know I've got my DVD. My, uh, my mom, I think my mom got this for me for either like birthday or Christmas. Uh, I and yeah, just I rewatched so I would like stop certain scenes and rewatch it. The uh, the Dirty Harry joke always comes oh, back yeah. for me. Uh, so but yeah, I give this movie five stars because it's just it's such a like a blast from the past that I just still love to this day. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, um, I too own this movie on VHS. Um, um, and, and that fucking poster. Yeah. It's, just, it's very so, iconic. It's very iconic. Um, war, y'all know me. Like I wore every movie out I had as a kid. I mean, I had a collection as a child. You know, get you know, bought by my parents and grandparents and whatnot. And this was one of them. And my dad. <laughs> Like, he hated the fact that I love Jim Carrey so much. He did, and we'll, we'll get to that later. But this movie is just, again, I haven't seen it in fucking years. And I was quoting it verbatim yes, as we were watching it, y'all. I was shocked at how much of this movie I remember. It's so fun. It's so good. We're here to talk about it. Uh, four and a half fucking stars. Like, I fucking love this movie. Fuck that five stars. I'm giving the match five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. I'm turning, I'm turning it. I'm turning it to five. The letterbox leaderboard is just in shambles. So, like, top tier Supremo Jim Carrey at his fucking best mm-hmm. in my... I mean, he, he still went on to do, like, fucking fantastic things, like, for years and years to come. But... but the number 23. Uh, yeah, hey, you joke. I, I don't hate that movie. I think I saw that in theaters. It's weird and stupid, but I don't hate it. <laughs> I, I'm down for weird and stupid. Hey, where, where's the legacy sequel to number 24? Uh, don't forget the Truman Show, which was the Dark Horse candidate for best 90s movie in that uh, All You Can Hear episode. Yeah, when well, we did the uh, best movies of the 1990s, go check out episode, uh, episodes out on the record reveal and the actual tournament go through on our AYCH backlog. He has done a lot of really good movies. When, when he was Man on the Moon? Was that uh, late 90s or was yeah, that, it was that was late 90s? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was because I was watching the I was watching the Tales from the Territory episode, and they were talking about the the Andy uh, Kaufman stuff. Yeah. yeah, and then they talked about how Lawler and Kaufman's family didn't know anything about that until they filmed that movie, and they were like, "We hated you." <laughs> <laughs> Lawler was like, I, "I'm sorry, I never told that man." But I, mean, that, I mean, that was the perfect person to play Andy Kaufman at the time was Jim Carrey, like. I mean, I agree. I love that movie. I own that movie as well. And the guy that got to play Lawler was great, too. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Like spot spin, on. Spin fucking image. Yeah. Swear to God. <laughs> and um, oh my God, if y'all, fuck, Jim and Andy, watch that documentary. Yeah. yeah. Jim Carrey's fucking. He's. He's great, but he's also insane. My, my stepdad <laughs> showed me a bunch of the old, like, when he was on the sketch comedy show. It was like, was it Fireman? Uh, Fire Marshal Bill. Yes, Fire, Fire Marshal yeah. Bill. Yeah. He'd always show me those clips. In like, Living Colors, the show mm-hmm. you're thinking of. Yeah. A great show. You can get it to Launched the careers of the Wayans, Jim Carrey, Jennifer Lopez, weirdly enough. <laughs> yeah. But, um... I, yeah, I described the uh, Ghost Rider Vin, uh, Spirits of Vengeance movie as someone told uh, Nick Cage to, to do Fire Marshal Bill, but don't be funny. <laughs> I saw that movie in theaters. It's an apt description. Did I see that in theaters? I don't think I did. I saw it, I, I saw it in theaters and I was angry. I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, if you want to hear Frank's anger, go listen to our Ghost Rider <laughs> double feature on Cajun Greatness. Man, but you know what I saw in theaters as a kid and enjoyed the shit out of it? The, the mask. mask starring Jim Carrey <laughs> way back wow. in 1994. Wow. Yes. I, I think I remember seeing the uh, the trailers for it on some of the VHSs I had because I always remember the part where they're like, what are you doing? I'm just trying to find my mask. Yeah. That was all the fucking trailers like everywhere. I yeah. swear to God. And it was, yeah, yeah I, I will say this is one of the few movies that I'm like, you know, I saw the trailer come out and I could not wait for this to come out. I was going to see it opening weekend and I rarely do that because of uh, so crowded and trying to get in and you're like crammed in opening weekend. <laughs> I really wanted to go see this one and no complaints. None. So, Cannon, what's your favorite scene? Shit. That's yeah. hard for this movie. Like <laughs> legit, like I like 1994, I was in second grade when this movie came out. Like I would reenact scenes from this movie in class in front of my entire class. My teacher would let me do it. Like, like just outright just let me do it. All right, Cannon, just do your goofy bit already and just do it. That's what I have to teach. <laughs> but, um, God, my favorite scene. Um, uh, the I mean, the Cuban feet uh, bit is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, the... The first time he shows up in the uh, banana zoot suit is a fantastic scene. Hell, uh, every scene where he's just the mask, it's just like there's always just insanity on the screen. It's literally like, like you said, like the actual. I've only read like one issue of that, like that, like old mask book that came out. It's like uh, something to do with him being president. Right? Yeah, the president gets the mask. Yeah. Oh Go yeah. On. That was literally the only mass comic I ever said. Now, it was pretty brutal. Now, this movie, it <laughs> full-blown Looney Tunes. We'd make that bit all the time. This movie is a live-action Looney Tunes bit through and through. Oh, yep. And yeah. it's fantastic. It's great. It's so fun. <laughs> like, it's just like, it, it's crazy. Like, this movie, like, again, I had it on VHS, and I remember this film actually, and you know what? It all makes sense now. I would always credit High Fidelity uh, being the movie that got me into movies breaking the fourth wall, which is fucking not true, obviously, now, because goddamn, The Mask is breaking the fourth wall the entire damn movie. He's literally talking to you the whole time. And it's like, this is it. This is why I love meta shit so fucking much. 
That's right, you hear that, Cusack? You don't mean shit to us. We're coming for you, <laughs> you John, shit pants. Here we go again. John Cusack, more like John Pusack, still, am I right? I still <laughs> really love High Fidelity, though. I'm not saying I don't No, like I mean, him. I appreciate his work as an actor, but he's just an asshole. But God, also, yeah, stop I mean, spraying your doo-doo all over, like, trailer bathrooms, dude. <laughs> like, talking about, like, all the loons and stuff. This was IML. This was Industrial Light and Magic. Like, they, they went and got, like, the big dogs that... To do visual effects for this movie. Was, I mean, even the CG, like it's obviously from the early '90s, but it doesn't look bad. I mean, well, I think it's I think it's because it's just such uh, very quick burst. There's not like a, a real sustained, and it's not realistic either. It's yeah, like it's not supposed to be realistic, so it's total. You totally buy it. It's not even, like say even, the Scorpion King. Yeah, oh. yeah, very much. Even when the dog, you know, they do the dog. It's supposed to be cartoony because it's the freaking. Wait, the Scorpion King's not based on a true story. Well, I just meant the CG from Mummy Two. It's totally based on a true story. I thought it was based on like a Bible verse or something. But no, what? <laughs> the Scorpion King. Oh, well, we know the bi- know. the Bible that we have. It was it was like you know arrived at a point we you know by a lot of you know disparate writers and and the. The church like cobbling together Ooh. this piece. So there's probably like some some, like, some five minute Bible stories it, about bug men you it, just didn't hear about. It could, hey, if Constantine taught us anything, it could have been from the Bible from hell because those chapters go a little bit longer in that Bible. Yeah, but Bible is like, hard in hell. Secret books we're not privy to. We haven't told anybody what this movie's about if they're just curious. To be <laughs> fair, they should know. No, what if, what if they like pop in and it's just like they forgot to put the the in front of it and they just they they rent mask. <laughs> They're not talking about chance at all. <laughs> like, not, this is not fun. They're not talking about that 1980s cartoon where everyone wore a mask, but it's like they had dots between the letters. <laughs> so even that's, I don't know what that's that is. That's Sharon, a deformed boy. There's no zoot suits at all. The De- deformed boy. That's very. What, the, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's not Cameron D. You were supposed to be Marty McFly. What happened? Oh God. God. What? I'd forgot this was like her first movie, and the the Bad Wars is the last movie I saw her in was um, it was the the Ridley Scott one that has where she literally fucks the window on a car. What? Yeah, uh, well, Cameron it, Diaz I think it's like fucks the, a it's window? like the counselor or um, have, have Michael Fassbender in it. Uh, I don't narrow voice. it down. Yeah, I'm well, old. she did retire. Yeah, and all, after she married one of the dudes from Good Charlotte. Yep, it was the counselor. I mean, Jim Carrey's retired now, too. <coughs> well, that's what he says, but does he mean it? I mean... Wait for Sonic 3, baby. <laughs> that Sonic, he's retired until Sonic 3 comes out. <laughs> yeah. It and was, then it's sticking. It was The movie was called The Counselor. It was uh, a movie that was written by Ridley Scott's brother before he passed away. And me and a friend went and saw it. And we got out of there, and it's like... You know, that's that scene where Cameron Diaz like climbed on top of the car and pretty much just fucked that car. That was really awkward, right? And he was like, yeah, it was really awkward. <laughs> I don't even know the movie. I'm drawing a blank here. No, no, no don't go see it. It's, it's bad. What, it's in theaters? What <laughs> it, was, it, was in, it was in theaters. Like, it was, it was 2000... 2013. Yes, thank you. Huh. Well, the movie, so it's not in theaters. No, it was... We saw it in theaters <laughs> when it came out and we were just like... We just left that and we're like... Why well, paid money to see this? What, is, what is this did, cast? Did, was drinking involved? No, no, I was made? definitely sober when we because we were just like, oh, Ridley Scott, Michael Fassbender. This this is gonna be good, right? Right? No. Michael Fassbender, Penelope Cruz, Cameron Diaz, Javier Bardem, Brad Pitt, Rosie Perez. This is a fucking pretty solid cast. Bro. It is not a solid movie though. <laughs> 
Wow, that poster is very boring. Yes. <laughs> very graphic design is my passion. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, it's a graphic designer here. <laughs> uh, yes, very much so, yeah. Yeah. That could be a poster for any movie. It's a heist movie. It's definitely not it's a serious a, drama. But like you, like, I, it's I, a missing persons. You don't know. Her uh, her career went from like this movie to something about Mary. Or, yeah, I think she went straight from this to from the mask to something about Mary. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. That might be a few years. She went from like <clears throat> being like flung around in the air and like you know highly choreographed you know domestic abuse <laughs> to like having cum in her hair. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, then she became an angel. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like it's a sleeper hit that nobody fucking talks about. But um, she was in a film called uh, Very Bad Things, and wasn't that ninety? It was like what ninety five, ninety six. <laughs> think so. Probably the first dark comedy I ever saw. Probably way too young to see it, but <laughs> for sure. I do own it now. It's a Shout Factory release, and it's pretty rad. The, the other thing that I had was Jeremy she, Piven. Yeah. When she walks into the bank, my brain immediately went to the Matrix quote of never trust the lady in the red dress. Cameron Diaz was um a um, uber babe in this movie. What in the absolute yep. shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think like honest to God, like I don't ever think I don't think I've seen um her look better in a movie ever. <laughs> no, and this I, was her first movie. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is a very attractive woman, but this was definitely this was definitely a, a peak. This is in Charlie's Angels. She was very attractive and she was good. Like Drew Barrymore wasn't good. <laughs> Drew Barrymore was Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Lucy Lou got yelled at by Bill Murray. <sighs> A lot of people get yelled at by Bill Murray. That apparently. does seem to happen. Yeah. yeah that's that's, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be an Ant-Man, though. Yep. I mean, you can't... There's none, You can't etch sketch him out at this point, no. I mean, you could, but it would cost a lot of money. Yeah. yeah Ant-Man's going to get the shit beat out of him by a jacked Kang. Jonathan Majors is huge. So huge. And he I also s- wears green. I saw the trailer for Creed 3 and went, what the fuck? <laughs> So, Cannon, I'm curious. You and I are very similar in that a lot of our everyday conversation is peppered with a lot of quotes from a lot of movies that we've seen over a lot of years. That is correct. How many things from this movie did you remember that you took from this movie for everyday conversations? I still say, hold on to your lug nuts. It's time for an overhaul to this fucking day. I love that. Like, to this day. That's not a joke, ladies and gentlemen, like, at all. Like, I say, like, I said that so much at the Avenue Pub and nobody got the fucking bit. Nobody got the bit. Yeah, I'll say where I worked because I don't work there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a a little peek behind the curtain. Like, sometimes it's a little hard being roommates with Kanka. He'll just turn into a tornado and just like, (laughs) I do. I just got like two fucking mufflers in my hand for some reason. So that's what happened to your DVD shelf. (laughs) That's how it felt. No. The truth comes out. All right, a little like peak, like I literally came home and that was like, I mean, everything's fine. Like everything was good, but like still, it was like terrifying. It was like, oh my god, one movie is holding all these movies together right now. Three ten to Yuma. If you follow me on fucking TikTok, you don't have TikTok. I don't have you? TikTok. Well, so you know why'd what? you kick me? Well, but well, you need to download it and follow me, and yeah. I should be your only follow. That's you should right. stick it to the man, and I'd be your only fucking follow <laughs> on TikTok. There you go. But. You but that requires me to download more things on my phone, and space is precious. Delete something you don't use. Well, well, no, but you were like my first follow, but then I, I started looking. Oh, he's <laughs> cheating on you, Cam. I'm cheating on you, Cam. He's been cheating on you. You're the only live I ever watch. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. Speaking of your uh, bestie, Jennifer Care says hello. Oh, good. good. <laughs> shout out to shout out to her. Uh, supporting the show, listening to the show. Yeah. Definitely one of our number one fans. She bought the shirt. She did buy the shirt. <laughs> she bought the shirt. First ever sale of the Thomas Jefferson Suck shirt that we ever had. Appar- a- apparently, our Thomas Jefferson shirt's a little pixelated in parts. Uh, or- I think that's part of the T Public printing. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, we have no say in the printing process at all. Yeah. So, like, you know what? I think it's like, all right, little, like, um, little scientific uh, method here. I get one of the time. I will buy the second Thomas Jefferson Mm. shirt, Tessa Syria. Yeah. I like my MODOK shirt. Yeah. I mean, the MODOK one turned out pretty well. Um, Yeah. We'll, we'll, I'll I'll double check that file just to see. Okay. Because I know the file's good. Yeah, uh, but it could have it could have had an issue in the uploading. Something like in the word bubble or something like that. Huh. Like maybe the words were a little like blurry. I don't fucking know. The, oh no no the, the word bubble the words were used with a crayon <laughs> pen. That was the joke. It's oh. it's crayon. <laughs> it's, it's supposed crayon. to be crayon. So that's why it's a little pixelated. That that's on purpose. Yeah, oh. yeah because the the joke was that it's like frame picture of Thomas Jefferson. Someone took a crayon and drew the the glasses and the mustache and said, "Ha ha, I suck." <laughs> That was that was the gag, so that's that's on purpose. Okay, the the quote for the 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 time for the overall thing made me think of that the location at the mechanic shop in that's the same building that Ghostbusters was in. Neat. Wait, really? Yeah. Well, so he came when he came through the doors. I was like, those doors are very familiar. I mean, that's got to be Ghostbusters. And I immediately pull out my phone. I was like, I'm still watching. This has got to be the Ghostbusters. It is the Ghostbusters building. Oh, wait. Also, speaking of that fucking scene, never clocked this because again, I was a kid. But you know, when they're like wheeling them out on the gurneys, um, um, the way that the sign gets destroyed, it says "Rip Off." <laughs> at, at this, <laughs> and I was like, ha ha, gags because you know what? Sometimes they fuck you. I think for me, like the Cuban Pete scene is obviously top tier. It's it's great. I love the the Hey Pachuco dance. That's a great scene. It is the, great. Yeah. And that band, they wrote that song for the movie. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a great band. I've got it on my phone. Their even whole a, album. Even at a young age, uh, the way that guy was singing that song, I was like, you know what? I feel like that's really their joint. Yeah. You know? No, that was their thing. It was great song. Uh, but I think my favorite bit, if I had to narrow it down, and it's the one that I still quote is when he's uh, they confront him after the dance. He turns to the cowboy and gets shot. Yeah. You know, anytime I have to pretend to be dead, like any, like like if I'm pretending I've been his, like ooh ooh ee, and I've been doing that shit for years. Yeah, hold me closer, Red. It's getting dark. That that part had me fuck because again I yeah. saw this in theaters, right? Yeah. And then when like the bit when like the people got up again, I'm a child. I'm short. Oh, I'm not an actual, like, full aggroat human adult at this point. I just see a bunch of people just, like, emerge yeah. and, like, clapping. And I'm just like, like, I mean, if I did swear at the time, I'd be like, sit the fuck down. What the fuck are you doing? Why are you clapping? Well, why, why am I fucking for my cousin Vinny all of a sudden? I was just saying, it's very joke. <laughs> it's official. I love how Cannon Jr. is just Cannon. Yep. In my head, it's just Cannon as an adult with a little power beanie. <laughs> L- little can- little but he's like squat, super like Joe Pesci. What the fuck is sin? <laughs> little Cannon is just Joe Pesci. Yeah, little, little Cannon is just Joe Pesci. Get the fuck out. Why do I think I amuse you spinning my fucking well, propeller around for you? Making you giggle and whatnot? Wait. 
We know what happens now. Shoot my pellet gun at you and make you dance, bitch. If they ever make a movie of your life, that's who has to play you as a kid. <laughs> Joe, Joe Pesci? <laughs> like adult Joe Pesci. It's like 89-year-old Joe oh, Pesci. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, come on, come on, Cannon, let's go. And he's like, you know what, guys? <laughs> hey, yo, I'm a fucking kid over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fucking like Dewey Cox situation. I feel, I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm doing all right with it being a five-year-old watching a fucking movie in a theater in 1994. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that Joe Pesci played someone of an improbable age. Because he's supposed to be like in his late 20s, early 30s in the first part of Goodfellas. Yeah. Like the most, uh, like the American audience has had to suspend their disbelief. Pat, that's some hard living right there. That's what that <laughs> is. That's, yeah. some, that's some hard living, some hard liquor. Uh, he, he obviously went to the Grease High School. <laughs> like, like it's bestest. It, my mind went right to the mafia is really hot on you. It's real stressful, all right? You're good at Age. Oh man! It, it got me though when he coughs in that guy's face, like, <laughs> yeah. and it's so loud and like deep. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. just, what makes it so funny is because the whole time he's doing his little death scene, he turns to the side, <coughs> and he turns to he talks, turns to the side, <coughs> and the very last one he turns directly at the guy, <laughs> right in his face. Yeah. It was, the, the, it's so perfectly set up. The Oscar acceptance acceptance that he did is the one Sally Field. Uh, gave when oh, she yeah. won the yeah. Oscar. Mm-hmm. You love yeah. me. You really love me. Which has been corrupted into you like me, you really like me, even though that's not what she said. Yep. No. <laughs> the, the, corrupted. Is, corrupted. Yeah. Fucking dementors. Damn corruption in the academy. <laughs> but it, but anyway, it, if you have not seen The Mask, uh, it stars Jim Carrey and... Um, <laughs> A one he, Cameron Diaz. A mile of a dog. Milo, yes, fantastic. The fucking dog is the best dog. And um, guy, let's say, um, you know what? Um, you know, the whole like cliche, you know, nice guy finish last mentality. You know, he's just like, you know, it's like, oh, God, it's always raining on his parade and whatnot. And then, you know what? He just like, he's like, he thinks <laughs> this dude's drowning. And then he finds this magical mask. And that, then that trapped the spirit of Loki. I mean, it is Loki's mask. No one knows who that was. He, car- he carved himself. The fucking Kratos' son. It's topical. Ragnarok. It's fucking... Yeah. Spoilers. Suck it, nerds. God. What? what the fuck you mean? You found that out in the first game. I've never played the first one. Oh, fuck you. It's 20... It, that came out in 2018. <laughs> so I, I just looked it up because I was curious. Uh, Niels Allen Scott was the henchman that had the ponytail. He's bald except for the ponytail part. I knew I had seen him somewhere else. He was in the Scorpion King movie. Oh, what? Yeah. He really? was one of the villains in the Scorpion King. Yeah, a henchman villain. He was a henchman named Orlando. Do you he want was to know who? Space Cowboys. Oh, I, but his most famous role, however, is when he played uh, former Governor Jesse the Body Ventura in, in a made-for-NBC uh, movie about Jesse the Body Ventura. Yes, that, that weird ponytail we saw throughout the entire movie played Jesse the Body Ventura in a made-for-NBC network film. About wow. him. Wow. And oh my God. The only reason I know about this is because of wrestling with regret. What up, Brian Zane? We're friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday episode. We're friends. No, we're not really friends. I don't really know. Well, we could be. He did acknowledge me on TikTok one time, so I felt it felt me oh, it made good. me feel a little Hey, that's the start of a beautiful like friendship. Now. He was wearing Taz's like the official Taz sunglasses you could buy from WWF shopzone.com and on one of his TikToks and I was just like 
It's like, even if I didn't know who you are, <laughs> I'd be like, yo, you're wearing the fucking Taz glasses. That's rad. <laughs> I mean, between him and Matt McCarthy, you've got a lot of famous friends. Man, Matt McCarthy, that still like shocks me to this day. Love that dude. He's fucking hilarious. Him and his VHS tapes. Uh-huh. Just like, just weird. Like, I can't wait for him to just find a weird one that he just can't show on his fucking TikTok. That's going to be fun. He's like, yo, well, anyway, um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, know who really killed JFK, so... <laughs> Fucking see y'all never buy, and then yes. <laughs> TikToks just shut the fuck down. Uh, you know what the ring was based on? Well, I found it. Uh, goodbye. And then like ten thousand samaras <laughs> crawl out of people's phones, <laughs> complete with swamp water. So, in seven days, I mean, it's that's it. Oh my god! So, I, I'm really curious. I need to look it up. If when uh, the bad guy <clears throat> Dorian gets the mask, I'm guessing they used a double for. Yeah, it was a different guy. But I'm wondering, like, who that was. Because that you dude, know his what? name I'm was Gary Santos. Santos. Oh, okay. Gary I looked it up earlier. Because that dude was jacked. Uh, a lot of, the, a lot of the, the bulk on that guy was uh, padding in the suit. The neck was obviously... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, he just trained his neck real <laughs> he just, hard. He goes from gangster man to giga chat. Yeah, <laughs> for real. He got hit by gamma rays. <laughs> yeah. His name is Garrett T. Sato, and he's Hawaiian. And he did die. I rip. Uh, what else was he in? Uh, he was in the shadow. Oh, okay. Like yeah. the you have actually never seen Alan the shadow. Baldwin movie. Uh huh. Uh-huh. A lot of people were in the shadow. You wouldn't expect like fucking Ian McKellen. Oh my fucking god! Oh, that's right. He was the uh, absent-minded professor. Correct. That's another like early '90s movie throwing back to like. 40s and 30s, you're and just, the Phantom, which was actually set in the 30s and 40s. But you yeah. missed the, the Billy best. Zane. The yeah. Billy Zane. Yeah. You're missing I, the best. I ironically one. love those movies. Yeah, Slam Evil. Slam Evil. But, yeah, but you're missing the best one, huh? Dark Man. Dark Man's great. Dark Man's fucking fantastic, Man and I will hear nothing about it. Yeah, or if you say anything bad against Dark Man, then we're just not friends anymore. You better marinate on that. Yeah. yeah. I love Darkman. I ah, I'm praising Darkman on the fucking The Mask episode. I remember that movie we watched about an hour ago? Yeah, uh, Garrett T. Sato played uh, Mask Dorian. He was uncredited. Oh, uh, Really? Poor guy. Yeah. Yeah, uncredited that guy. What the fuck? Yeah. But I, think, I don't think he did the voice either. He was just the stand-in. That voice. That voice is something else. <laughs> He's like... Trying to sound menacing, but also like he's maybe going through puberty at the same time. And like, I love how he walks like he's Vince McMahon just trying to like keep in a turd, just, like, just <laughs> waddling his that big ass. Oh, this is what he looks like. Yeah. Uh, everyone just Google that. Can okay. What is your boy? That's the guy that really, yeah, that was him. Holy crap. Yeah. He's a big old fella. Yeah, big fella. Big dude. Yeah, like there's the really big dude. When he says when she's like trying to get him to get he's like, there's a always need for more time. It's like, bro, there's always time. Like, it's okay. We all go through puberty, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably in your thirties though, so this could be kind of strange. I'm just saying, if Cameron Diaz said she wanted to kiss you, my voice would fucking crack too. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I mean, Jim Carrey shoved a pen in a pencil sharpener. <laughs> that was a good bit. That's a that was a idea. fucking funny bit. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> now, uh, and also the like when the cop shows up and he opens the closet door and all the money just pours out and it's just shots of him trying to sh- shove <laughs> money back into a closet. Uh, Richard Jenny was fun. That was uh, Stanley Ipkiss's friend at the bank. Okay. He was a great stand-up comedian. He okay. was hilarious. Yeah. He had a great bit. Uh, one of my favorite bits that he did was about going to church and how they would, all they'd do is just say, holy, 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 all over, like, holy, 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 Lord. You are one holy guy there, Lord. You are 10 pounds of holy in a five-pound bag there, Lord. <laughs> holy, holy. <laughs> it's just the fucking funniest bits. Uh, he also died. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he what? killed himself. <laughs> Uh, I'm really, I'm really glad all these shimmy fun facts <laughs> we're getting today. Yeah, no, he shot himself in the head. All right, okay. Jesus Christ! Look, he, most stand-up comedians from that era did not have good endings. Well, on yeah, the because they're page. stand-up comedians, they wouldn't be comedians if they had a happy life. All right, here's well, what's Jesus. blowing my fucking hair back. Uh, fucking Irv, one of the mechanics, was played by Tim Bagley, like famous like comedy character actor. Like, I, I mean, I'm going to show his face right now. He he looks familiar, right? Yeah. Super familiar. Uh, yeah, he's what? a knocked up, uh, Will and Grace, Monk, um, other stuff. <coughs> Call your mother. Um, that, that's one of the shows. I, I would just um, like to point out that you showed the picture to everyone but me because I don't exist. Oh, my fucking you have you God. Hey, motherfucker. Cannon, fuck. you already saw the picture. You don't have to show yeah, it Yeah, I don't got to show you shit, bitch. You're holding your phone. <laughs> <laughs> you, you recognize that guy? I knew you it turns out. Him. Yeah, I no, like recognized the, him from the. It from turns the, out this birthday episode is an intervention. We love you, and this is starting to scare us. <laughs> We've, stop, Cannon. I'm, I'm telling you yourself. We've all written you letters, and we want to tell you how much you mean oh, to us. I, I left mine at the <sighs> restaurant. You're just going to have to wing it then. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm not talking about the fucking movie. All right, hey, it's fine. All right. Yeah, it's uh, fine. You don't have to yell about it now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll, I'll read my letter first. Um, I didn't know what to say, so I just wrote the first thing that came to mind. Um, Rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub. <laughs> uh, I think I found mine. It, dear Cannon, somebody stop me. <laughs> oh, I, I just want to end the scenario. Like, which one is Stanley Ipkiss and which one is the mask between Cannon and Frank? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> in, I'm the mask. In, in the words, but, the, but the, the person and the mask are the same person. <laughs> All right, look. If we answer that question, do you promise to get out of my office right now? <laughs> yeah, I've been signed to again. I just look at you and you go, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Like, that's such a guttural, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really good delivery. And, like, him just, like, trying to, like, like force from his, like, normal body, like, what the mask does, you know, at nighttime. Because mm-hmm. the mask only works at night if y'all are following along at home. Right. Uh, <laughs> so he's like, a, he's like a werewolf. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, it's like, uh, this is um, the prequel to Loki on uh, Disney+. Plus. Yep. Sure is. And so, watch it. It's canon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You'll be lost without it. You so, will. I mean, <laughs> I, I appreciate the uh, this, how far they were setting the scenes for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> like, that scene, though, where he's he's trying to make the mask work and it's not, 
there were so many of those mannerisms that were in Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. For sure, that. for sure, for sure. Yeah. There's and so like, many times where he does like Ace Ventura-esque things. Mm-hmm. And, like, That's just Jim Carrey. There are a lot of things so, that like carry through his, like he does Clint Eastwood impersonations in several movies. Oh, yeah. He does the talking to himself in the mirror thing in Truman Show at least. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, but there's a lot of Jim Carrey-isms. Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's just like physical comedy, just facial acting. Like the man can like give you a sentence without saying a word. Yeah, like I mean, literally. That, that, that is one of the storylines of this movie. Is once they cast Jim Carrey, the budget on special effects decreased so much because they didn't have to animate the mask. They just put it on him and just let him go to work. I mean, his, his eyeballs and tongue really did shoot out three feet when yeah, he, he can do that. When yeah. he saw Cameron Diaz, just turned his head time. into a wolf. It's crazy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. His heart pumped out of his chest. He should get that looked at. Wait, yeah, so, so, so what you're so what you're telling me that we didn't have to deal with a fucking with a fucking motorcycle helmet the whole time in the first Spider-Man movie. Jim Carrey could have been the Green Goblin the whole time. 100%. Yeah. Oh, 100%, yeah. my God. We cracked the code. Sam Raimi, man, you yeah. know what? I'm get a time machine, To be bro. fair. Like, you have see, enough money. Seeing the actual Green Goblin mask tests they did for that, cool. Willem Dafoe would have been fine. Yeah, I agree. Great, I agree. I don't he, know why they didn't do that. He uh, looks sinister without a mask on. Yeah. And just they, paint his face. He's fine. Yeah, they could have just said, be menacing. Him. He's got well, there, There's a shot in that movie where like, he has that like grin going, and you're just like, okay, no, here, here's my wallet. I <laughs> feel like there were several scenes where they had to say, stop being so menacing. Yeah. You're normal right now. <laughs> the, I don't want think, you to stab Tobey Maguire in this particular scene. Yeah, like, Willem, think happy thoughts. There's think the, happy thoughts. <laughs> you're, going, you're going to a dark place, Willem. You're scaring everyone. That's like the, um, the Family Guy skit about Willem Dafoe being underneath your bed. That would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> you're like laying in bed at night and you're rolling. Oh, shit! <laughs> well, honestly, I would have loved to see William Dafoe in the uh, the abandoned concept for the female Green Goblin where it's just like a, a purple thong and like oh, body tattoos. <laughs> I would have watched that all have day. Have you ever seen the... Um, because it's all like, I owned the fir- the Spider-Man, the movie, the game, the first one, and you could unlock the old Al- the Alex Ross concepts mm-hmm. and the the first Goblin one had the chain mail yeah and I was like that would have been fucking awesome instead you know of the Power Ranger outfit yeah but still a great still, movie yeah so the mask <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was Dark Horse Entertainment like what else did they make that was like a part of their like Hellboy well they um, well, was the Crow Dark Horse uh, uh, Crow I don't think was Dark Horse. Uh, I want to say it might have been the mask. I think Tank Girl might have been part of it. Also, the the uh, guy, <laughs> the lead bank robber who gets shot and dies in the club, played one of the mutant kangaroo things in Tank Girl. Oh, yeah. was uh, <coughs> I've never seen it. It's a. Uh, I always I always saw trailers. I just never saw. I mean, it. it's something. It's, it's, not good. it's it's a lot like the mask in that it is it is very different from its subject matter. The original version. Also, the introduction of the actual mask itself. To this day, like, I knew it was coming. I always remember it being a very dark opening for that one scuba diver. Yeah, scuba diver gets, <laughs> gets like, squished by, like, a pipe. He's like, he finds this, like, treasure chest. He's like, hey, I'll hold on a second. I'm going to crack it open. Oh, it wow. Like, okay. This lower is, down this fucking, uh, like... There are a lot of Dark Horse Entertainment movies, and yeah. they're... Quite a few that aren't quite on the same level. So just going from the top ones, we've got The Mask, Hellboy, 2019's Polar, Son of the Mask, 
2013's R.I.P.D. with Jeff Daniels and Ryan Reynolds. Which is getting a sequel yeah. this year. I enjoy that one. Bleh. Hellboy 2. I think that one's overhated. I like it too. Time Cop. Yeah, I just saw that. That was the first one I saw. Uh, I knew Barbed Wire was one. That Pamela Anderson movie. Ooh. 2016's Legend of Tarzan. 1999's Mystery Men, which is underrated. Love that movie. Yeah. Even though I am mad at it because the original Mystery Men were led by Flaming Carrot, who I love. And then they just left him out of the movie. I have that movie. 30 Days of Night. Uh, 30 Days of Night 2. Then one called Dr. Giggles from 1992. Splinter from 2006. Driftwood from 2006. G-Men from Hell from 2000. Monarch of the Moon from 2004. And American Splendor from 2003. Uh, on the Wikipedia page, they also have My Name is Bruce. Oh, do they do My Name is Bruce? I love okay. that movie. That's a good movie. And... Uh, They've got a couple on here that are all the TBH stuff, I guess, that never got done, which was like Bang, Department H, Lady Killer, Mystery Gold. And the one the one trailer that I wish had ever gotten made was the animated goon that they were working on. Yeah. I wanted that to be... Is That trailer looked great. That would have been really cool. I would just like to watch people just suddenly get exposed to the goon. But no, there were... Like, The Mask isn't just... Like, there, there were a lot of movies that released in the 90s that were based off really obscure at the time comics, like mm-hmm. Barbed Wire... And Judge Dredd with Stallone. Oh, man. Oh. I love that movie, too. I do. I do. I love that movie, too. And there's the one the one that just broke everybody through for MCU stuff with Blade. It was Blade. So, Question for Cannon. If you got the mask, what would you look like or turn into? What would your antics be? Uh, Come back to me. <laughs> There's no one else in Cannon on the round table. Well, I mean, technically, you could ask Frank. Frank, I, I'll feel the question for Cannon. I thought they were the same person. No, that's why you can ask Frank, since you know, there's no one else named Cannon, but Frank's right there. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that spotlight is you, big. It has a fucking feel. You're laughing so now. It's just like Blake. Uh, I don't think of. <laughs> I, I don't think it'd be anything but at this point in my life. I would fucking leave here and rob a bank. That's what I'd do. <laughs> I might rob a bank so I'd have money. <laughs> fucking God. never see my fat ass again. That's what you'd yeah, do. You, you, I'd rob, rob the bank, take the money, buy some shit, and you would never see me again. Fuck. And just imagine, like, twisted metal, but instead of an ice cream truck, it is a mail truck. <laughs> yeah, think of Sweet Tooth, but with the mail truck. <laughs> it's like just a giant, giant flaming envelope on top of the truck. It's just, like, rocking back and forth. Get it's out just, of the street, kid! <laughs> Flamethrower. Flinging, flaming p- packages out. Here's your mail, motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> That it's not me. I'm a very nice mailman. That's what you. That's what we. All, that's what you want to tell us. I mean, yeah, that's what I'd say too. <laughs> yeah. Until you get a Nordic super weapon, and you, and you never know what might turn up in a package these days. Do you know how much easier it would be to deliver mail to someone's door from your vehicle if you just had Mjolnir? Just throw it, drops off the mail, and you bring it back. Yeah, straight through their front door. Yeah, mail's here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure would get no complaints. Yeah, I improved your mail slot size. <laughs> Why is there a hammer, a mythical hammer in my front yard? Hold on a second. Sorry, I forgot about that. I, I don't know. I deliver in a pretty uh, nice neighborhood. They bitch about everything. Oh. Yeah. Also, Damn. how come I only remember um, a- uh, Amy Yazbek, who played Peggy Brandt, uh, from this and the Problem Child movies? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dracula. Fuck, she was in Dracula Dead Robert Loving Man yeah. and yeah. Dracula Dead And she was uh, the the wife on that John Ritter show that he was working on when he died of a oh, heart yeah. attack. Uh, That's it's, right. It's and rules. they were in no, fucking that, that problem was, child together. No, <laughs> that was uh, Katie Seagal. Was well, it was Katie Seagal. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Amy Esbeck was was she married to John Ritter? I think she was married to John Ritter. I might have been, I, maybe IRL life. Because I knew she was involved. Peter Green, uh, the, uh, who played Dorian, the main baddie in this movie, was... Uh, I've only yeah, ever seen right. him play bad guys. She was yeah, married to John Literally yeah. only ever seen him he play is, bad guys. He is one of those Which actors. Which one? Kind of like um, watching vampires, <laughs> that actor collecting the uh, Cardinal. We all just went, okay, that's super yeah. bad guy. Bad guy. <laughs> he never plays anything but the bad guy in every movie that he's ever in. Yeah, Dorian was was in Pulp Fiction. He was Zed. Yeah, Peter Green. Yeah, yeah. he does not look great these days. Uh, but wait, Ken, did you ever yeah. see the the Mask animated series? Uh, I think I may have watched an episode or two, but I never really watched a lot of it. Really. I remember it a fair bit. I, but I also remember the crossover it had with Ace Ventura cartoon in space. What in, in the absolute space. fuck? Are you shitting me? That was right. happened. I keep forgetting it was an Ace Ventura animated series. There was also an Ace Ventura like a third movie with a kid playing Ace Ventura's kid. I, I, I never saw it, but I saw the trailers for it. Yeah. So one neat thing about the Mask animated series is that they took a lot of the actual villains from the comics and just made them mask cartoon friendly. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Saturday morning appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> you mean like what Disney does with some of its movies sometimes? A bit. <laughs> but, a but, bit. but without history this yeah. time. That's why uh, <laughs> we saw, I remember going to see Hunchback of Notre Dame in theaters and leaving and then finding out what the actual story is and then like the ending to the book and you're just like, man, kids would have come out crying wondering why is he holding Esmeralda, why did he dig up Esmeralda's corpse and hang himself? Yeah. Uh, so the original ending is he just laid down in the corpse and died of starvation. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. That's like a... <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, it's like, sad. Kind of, I love Aladdin. That's like my favorite Disney movie. And then I've actually read A Thousand and One Arabian Nights and went, Aladdin's a dick. Yeah. Or like Hercules, how he goes on to have kids oh. with Meg and then brutally murders the whole family yep. when he goes yeah. crazy. Yep. Yeah. God, Disney, why don't you want to tell us the truth? <laughs> now, now I'm thinking back of how I read all the North and uh, Greek mythologies as a child. Yeah. <laughs> and then they take actual villains and make them the heroes of their own girl boss films, Cruella. Oh, God. I refuse to watch that bullshit. I haven't watched a single live-action Disney Look, it's a girl power movie. She was going to murder and skin dogs and wear their skin. Presumably had done so before. So in Hurt Marlowe in this movie, there'd be a uh, nationwide manhunt. Oh, yeah. No, like everybody would have, like, Ipkiss nothing. No, somebody hurt the dog. We got to get him. Oh, fuck speaking, this person. Huh. speaking of that, when I went to see it with my roommate, she was one of those, if anything happens, like bad happens to animals in this movie, I'm not going to it. So when it got to the point where he's carrying the mask around the club and they're chasing him and he grabs the legs and she, she punched me, like, way too hard in the arm. <laughs> and I was like, nothing's happening. And then he turns into the uh, the mask dog and just you know runs amok and it's like one of my favorite parts mm-hmm. of the movie, <laughs> which I told you guys during the movie. But they made a toy of the Mad Milo with the mask. Yeah, totally rubber, totally hollow, so you could fill it with water and then have it pee on things. <laughs> That's fantastic. There's so much weird shit from the '90s like that. 
Yeah. I mean, you say that, but they just basically adopted that that technology from like older toys from what even like decades before that when they literally had like baby dolls where you can just squeeze and just pee. It's mm. weird. It is. I'm sorry, it's, it's weird. Yeah, no, it's real creepy. Designer thinking up, we need the dog toy to pee. I made wrestling figures. It's I was literally about yeah. to bring yeah. that up. <laughs> I, I had the uh, I had the X Pac one of those. I think the Gangrel. Nice. So <laughs> the the thing with like animals being hurt. That's that's Allison's thing. We'll like watch a movie if there's an animal, and she looks at me and she's like, "Is it gonna die?" And I'm like, "Thank God that there's a website called DoesTheDogDie.com." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she she had a first date with the guy who took her to see the bear. I don't know if you remember that. Basically, follows a bear cub after his mother is murdered in the first scene of the goddamn movie, and he's like, she's, he's like, oh, we're gonna go see this real, this real fun movie called The Bear. And she's like, do any animals die in it? Ruh-roh. And he's like, no, no, it's about the little bear cub. And no, 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 kind of like Bambi. You completely gloss over the beginning of the movie and like first five minutes. <laughs> Bear's dead. She gets up. Does not go out with that guy again. I've, I can say I've actually never get up and walked out of a movie though. I think I usually just even when I saw that really terrible fan film. Which which one? Yeah, it had uh, Harrison Ford in it and Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah, that weird indie fan film. Yeah, yeah it's just a fan film. So Canon. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Frank. Happy Happy fucking Hi. birthday to me. <laughs> uh, let's take a commercial break and we'll come back. With more mask talk. Wait, we're coming back? God. If you damn. want to. Yeah, we're going to come back. Let's do this right. shit. We will be right back. <laughs> Santa Claus here. Are you looking for the perfect Christmas gift for that special someone? Well, look no further than tpublic.com slash user slash greatness. They've got all the best Nicholas Cage-related merch. And perhaps you have a favorite co-host. Well, they've all got merch, too. <laughs> Make my job a little bit easier and get some great stuff for that special person in your life. Again, that's tpublic.com slash user slash greatness. <laughs> and don't worry about how many cookies they bribe me with to do do this ad. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Caging Greatness, where we are talking about raising Arizona. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> I knew we found that script. That callback to that other movie we didn't fucking talk about. Uh, <laughs> now, we've talked a lot about the mask. We've talked about 21 percent. Talk around the mask. It's a good 50-55. Tiptoed around the mask a little bit. You, you know what, though? We didn't continue to go around talking about our favorite moment of the thing because I think we got two in and then we got super sidetracked. This whole movie makes me laugh. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. There's, there's like so many great moments in this movie. And I think just like my, my favorite bit is the when they're cuffed him and frisked him and taking the stuff out of his pockets. That is so goddamn funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, instead of googly eyes. I swear hey, Kenan, never seen hey, this before in my life. Yeah, Kevin. Yeah, I swear. Uh, swear to God, was like, "Hey, 
as if he's cast in the movie, acting it out, <laughs> word for word, everything that comes out of Jim Carrey's mouth as the mask as they as they pull things out of his pockets, right, perfect delivery. I had to learn it for my second grade class. Huh? <laughs> I didn't have to learn it; I knew it, and I did it for him anyway. Bazooka, but, you know, I have a permit, permit for that. Mr. <laughs> Callahan's wife? What? Uh oh. Yeah, that's Margaret. And, and there's a phone. There's a phone number on the photo. Call me lover. Yeah. And, and my my kid brain never clocked that yeah. like oh shit he actually boned his wife <laughs> like he did it the, the opening like, scene legit. I mean he could have like pulled that fake photo out of his butt because yeah. it's a Looney Tunes cartoon oh it's great I know but no like, like but, there was one that I saw tonight that I'd never clocked before because it had been so long since I've seen it but when he's making the balloon animals the, yeah when oh. he pulls out a condom I didn't I, I, didn't, know I didn't know what that was as a kid either <laughs> yeah I was like why is that like a, a, like a limp balloon why is that like, a wet that? balloon like, what's going on here? I didn't get that part. I didn't know what it was. Tonight was the first time I got that joke. I'm like, gross. <laughs> like, a picture how, like, dark and gruesome the actual The Mask comics are, and they're just like, this is how dark we're going to get. Fucking soiled rubber in the pocket. Well, the funny thing is that that scene where he makes the Tommy gun is from the books. Really? But he doesn't miss. No, he yeah. murders everyone. Yeah, All of them I was about to say, dead. like, in, <laughs> in hindsight, I'm just like, the mask has, like, stormtrooper levels of fucking aim. <laughs> well, it is a Tommy gun. They're known for not being accurate. Are you going to talk shit about my favorite gun on my birthday? I love the Tommy gun. It's, you're you're going was, to birthday jail, bub. It was oh. made for sharpshooting. It was made for drive-bys. Yeah. He, he could, uh, it's definitely he a... Taking out those dudes. It falls in the... <laughs> in the I mean, I know this is... You well, know, it's the, a family picture. In the book, he did. But it it falls in the category of empty the chamber and let the Lord decide. I do want to read the books. Should I read the books? The first series was pretty good. Yeah, and then that, um, I read up through, I think, the third one. It was called Hunt for the Green October. And yeah. that one, there was, a, there was a kid that got the mask. It was fucked. Is there like a maskibus... I will there? have to look. I don't know if they've reprinted anything soon, but I'll make a note. Yeah, and I'll do sure that tomorrow and get back to you. First three series, and then I have several tie-ins like uh, Judge Dredd in the Mask, Batman in the Mask. What like, the fuck did you just thing. say to me? Oh, Batman they made so many crossovers. Yeah, so many crossovers with the Mask. Oh, like Judge Dredd would not put up with any of that no. shit. Well, that was the whole thing. It was kind of like uh, uh, Superman and Mixelplay. Uh, well, the Mask is like spittle. It's established that when he puts on the mask, he's God indestructible. Yeah, like, pretty much, yeah. You, he, you could he get has, away with anything. He has reality warping powers. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. He flushed a dude <laughs> down a toilet. Like, it wasn't a toilet at first. He painted it It was it a on. fucking, like, decorative pond in this fucking... <laughs> Club. He swallowed explosives. He summoned. He summoned an Oscar crowd and an Oscar pre presenter and an. Oscar I know. I was pissed when I was a kid. Set the fuck down. He summoned. He produced a comically large mallet to smash a animated alarm clock that also came out of his pants. He turned into a dog at one point, and his dog turned into the mask at yeah. one point. <laughs> I gotta say, the Oscar moment was when I had like, okay, this movie is fantastic. Yeah. 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 I was like, I, so was, just I funny. was in from the beginning, but when it got to that point with the, 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 the death scene, mm -hmm. and then at the end of the death scene, the Oscar. Yeah. It's well, just so many great Looney Tunes get like when he gets at the end he gets the mask for that last time and all the thugs are shooting at him. Hi, did you miss me? And he takes a drink and it's pouring out of the holes. It's a classic. It's, it's bit. great. 
It's but so I good. think you even pointed out that during the Oscars scene, Dorian like it's like fixing his yeah. hair, like <laughs> I was trying like, to like, fix his hair. Yes. <laughs> and then it's so like, good. Yeah, like they're all seeing the audience. <laughs> yeah. And like first time, like oh, 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 oh. like I'd always paid attention to Dorian during that scene. Like every time I'd watched it, right? Because he's like, he's like, look, it's like, oh shit, like watch it. Okay, look presentable. First time I ever looked at like not Jesse Ventura in the background, right? Uh-huh. And he's just like. He's what? <laughs> he, he looks like he just smelled a fucking fart. He's like, ooh. He doesn't know what. I don't think he knew what was happening on set at that time. They well, he was still recovering from the fantastic Oscar-worthy acting because yeah. he was crying. Like, hold me closer, Red. Like, he was tearing up. He was he was so sad. Tell at the end to let out old yellow. Tell Scarlett I do give a damn. <laughs> oh my god! That was. <laughs> you, know, like you said there's so many great, uh, great bits. Mm-hmm. In tell this him, movie. tell him. Apparently, King Kong does have something on it. <laughs> I also like the fact that the first time he puts it on and he does the tornado thing, there is a pillow of Taz, yeah, like just sitting on the couch. It's like, yep, yeah. it's pretty oh, yeah. good. Well, I mean, like so, so much of this is directly lifted from Looney Tunes, and it's mm-hmm. great. They even like they show that with him watching the uh, wolf and Red Riding Hood bit, and then he turns into the wolf for the Cameron Diaz song. But yeah, like because like I love Looney Tunes. I loved Looney Tunes as a kid. I I have the Bugs Bunny collection because Cannon told me about it was on sale on Amazon. Once like, well, I'm buying that. <laughs> also, I forgot to tell you the box set that has the the Bugs Bunny pop in it. Yeah, the box just has a pop in it, like it's a Funko box inside the DVD box. Oh, that's Blu-ray cool. Box. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> but so, like every like so many things that he does are just Looney Tunes bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's great. All right. How many how many of you learned uh, about opera music from <laughs> Looney Tunes? What's yeah. opera, Doc? Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, I, the, I, the Barber of Seville is my favorite opera because of Bugs Bunny, the Rabbit of Seville. Oh. I have that soundtrack on my phone as well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like like Pat mentioned earlier, like um, like Art Gecko. Um, art style of this movie that was like really fucking prominent in the early 90s like it is like mm. getting like super like mega and I think that's like another reason why I like this movie because I also love fucking like Dick Tracy like yep. movies obviously like you know like Batman Returns mm. you know shit like the that The Rock of fucking Tear baby mm. just well, that neo-noir type oh, stuff man. That- it's just it's so good like old man old timey clothes were Kind of spiffy, weren't they? And they were awesome. <laughs> I own a pair of spats, the white things that go over your shoes. We just what the, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, the little white like. Yeah, oh, like okay. I know what you're talking about. I own about. a pair of those. You did for a second there. I thought <laughs> Cannon Cage Jimmy's just like. Did you just say a slur? No, no, no. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know what it was. Uh, <laughs> the I penguin own, had them. I know what you're. I own about. Uh, uh, the the little the bands you put around the upper part of your sleeves to keep your sleeves from coming out. That dealers and casinos use. I have those. Oh the, man! Like, your yeah. Halloween shit. Even though it's like <laughs> slightly the sad news, like because like we started watching the Batman the animated series, and that was like something I know. It's like there's so much art, like deco, like oh, stuff throughout the way that they. R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. We have talked about a lot of people who died today. We Jesus Christ. We could have definitely done a lot of that. That was something like like so we watched like you know the very first two episodes is the the cat and the claw thing and like. Like Allison hasn't seen a whole lot, so we're, it's kind of fun like watching it with her, and she's just like I keep bringing it like that is part of this this version of Gotham City, and that's how like that whole genre those first two seasons are super like Dick Tracy esque and 
all that, and it, it was all throughout the '90s. Yeah, the, well, the other night uh, when I came over here for the all you can hear history quiz episodes that we did, <laughs> which you can hear soon. Yeah, you hear soon on the AYCH network <laughs> coming uh, next week. Canon was watching the animated series, and it was the Christmas episode. Oh yeah, which I love because I when it first came out, I even knew what It's a Wonderful Life was because my grandfather had shown me. Mm. It's my favorite movie. Yeah, <clears throat> but The Mask is a close second. Yes. <laughs> Five star classic, The Mask. <laughs> goddamn, like five I'm, star, Pat. Five, five star. Five stars. I feel like I'm being a little pressured here. No, no, no. I feel like you're being a little uh, not with no, the rest no, of us. No, 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 bully Pat about his fucking. Too score. late. Fucking, He's got the belt. Fucking downer, Pat. I will, I will come across <laughs> all of these tables. I actually am. there are like three of them. <laughs> <laughs> no legit. fucking joke. I'm legitimately surprised by the average on Letterbox. What's the a Letterbox average on? Three point three. Fuck off. No way. Three point. I mean, that's not like. Well, I wouldn't say that's bad for Letterbox, but I'm actually shocked at how I mean, low the, that is. The, in my the, opinion, the yeah. rationale for that is it is super silly. Like if you go into this thinking it's a, you know like a regular comedy movie, you're going to be thrown. A Who bit. the fuck would but, see the poster of Jim Carrey's big ass green head and think it's there, a regular there comedy? Are a lot of I mean, not smart people I, in this world. I know there. I know there are <laughs> uh, other yeah. examples of it out there, but like uh, this is it. If not, this is a big, if not the biggest example of Jim Carrey, like, you know, like doing like hella physical comedy. In fact, like, hell, and dancing. Yeah. Like, motherfucker. This is premier. This is prime Jim Carrey. Yes. Like, like look, look at that spread. It's weird. Like, it's mostly in three. And then there's a lot of three and a half and fours. Then almost no four and a half. And then a jump in fives. Well, like, you think about like, um, think about like some comedies nowadays. Like, you don't see a whole lot of slapstick. Or like physical comedy anymore, and like more like modern like comedy stuff. It's more, I guess, it's just more like verbal dialogue comedy. I guess it would be a good no. way to put it. Like it's been a while since oh. I've watched like what I would consider like you think about like I guess for me the I guess the big asterisk to be like would be the transition of like from slapstick comedy to like what more modern esque comedy that I think of is like any Judd Apatow movie. Like things tend to follow that formula now where it's more like real-esque there's not a lot of outlandish comedy which is funny because like sam remy is straight up a love slapstick comedy and three stooges man i mean like bruce campbell just falling over himself yes i mean they call the fake versions of their actors shimps because of the three stooges yeah yeah but like you just don't see a whole lot that in modern comedies anymore which is maybe why maybe just a lot of people who weren't exposed to this, you know, growing up or like, or like a more quote modern viewer or seeing this is like, so, so, so obviously the, the slaps at physical comedy doesn't like land as well. He's like, Oh, this seems kind of like hokey. It's like, why did he acting so like embarrassing? <laughs> I mean, like, obviously that's going to be more of a generational divide. And I think you can still do physical comedy today. It's just how you, how it's done and like who is doing it. It's not as like over the top. Yeah, like some of these reviews don't make sense on here though, because there's this one that I'm looking at that says they don't make films like this anymore, but it's fucking two stars. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. I, I stand by my earlier observation. There are a lot of not smart people in this world. That's. I feel like this is Joker. If Arthur Fleck just kept a positive attitude, three stars. Oh. 
the I, fuck? I, As an actual fan of the Joker, I'm like, what? I, the, mean, I mean, Joker, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I had a bit, but it. My bad. I'm, now I'm trying as, to actually think. As someone who doesn't know either of the source material, I guess you think of like some. Most people would regulate like slapstick or uh, physical humor now to like animated movies. Like you don't really see it in like a whole lot of like. Well, think think back the last time you saw a successful you know slapstick type movie. It's probably. Uh, I mean, Mel Brooks is that way. There's a lot of slapstick in all the Mel Brooks movies. Yeah. Uh, oh God, I was just thinking of. Uh, I mean, I already the Austin it. Powers movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of Mike Myers movies uh, are very heavy slapstick. I mean, I guess if you're just gonna go in that like vein, I suppose all the Adam Sandler joints. Yeah, very, Some of very them, much. Yeah. Here's a three star. I almost respect the mask for never quite figuring out what it is. Is it a comedy? Sort of, but it's not actually that funny. Is it a superhero movie? It borrows the structure of one, but mostly just a scaffolding. You know what, Dan? Fuck you. <laughs> you specifically, Dan. <laughs> See, this is why we don't... Add it to our enemies list, Pat. Uh, write it down. I'll write it down, but this is also why I don't give names on the Letterbox game, because I know exactly the kind of ire this would stir up. I'm protecting everyone out there from these miscreants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the fucking gate that holds back the angry tide. It's like, so like right here, like looking at IMDb, I have like, I listed like best comedy movies from 2021. There was like Vacation Friends, Don't Look Up, Bad Trip, Free Guy. Fuck Don't Look Up. Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, Coming to America, Ugh. Space Jam, A New Legacy. Gross. Uh, the the live action Tom and Jerry movie they did, which I never oh, saw. Wait, are these really like top grossing movies? Yeah, are, these are these movies that comedies that came out that year? Okay, Dan gave Halloween Ends four and a half stars. Fuck off! Are you <laughs> shitting me? Wait, so now we're just going on Letterboxd and shitting on people? What? No, no just Dan. Shimmy, I'm making executive decisions All right. here. All right. I, uh, Shimmy has a new mission. This is weird. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's interesting to me at least. Uh, according to IMDb, Jim Carrey was paid four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for this movie. Mm. Uh, a huge bargain for New Line because the deal was signed before Ace Ventura: Pet Detective became a surprise hit. And when the mask hit, he uh, when he signed to do Dumb and Dumber, he pinned a seven million dollar deal. <laughs> That's damn. a significant fucking jump. <laughs> Good God! Well, yeah. Mask was his second movie, right? Yeah. Well, his, well, his second, second like movie, second Lady starring role, role probably. Yeah. Well, because he was in Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah, and there's a reason why and, they haven't um, done a once bitten episode. The, yeah, once <laughs> oh, bitten. Oh God, twice oh, bitten. Right. Yo, Earth, while back. Earth Girls are easy. Bullshit. No fucking bullshit. Last week just got a brand new re-release. It's in the store. You could buy it. Fantastic. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I almost got it. <laughs> I re- I was like, wait, what? This movie? <laughs> well, his, his castmate Wayans is in that too. Uh huh. Yeah, Jeff Goldblum. Fuck. Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans and uh, Jim Carrier. Damon, yes. Yeah. Okay, now remember the bit I had. It's more so like an observation. (laughs) I kind of feel like if they did like The Mask in 2022, I feel like it would be like an hour before he actually put on The Mask. (laughs) You're not wrong. I thought the same thing rewatching this. Like, wow, 
he got to the mask really fucking quick in this movie. Yeah. Because we're so used to the drag. Yeah. This would have been a three-part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this would have been a 13th series. The Mask Endgame, part one. <laughs> a 13-episode miniseries so, on Netflix. So, so yeah. I'm trying to just, like, I typed in, like, slapstick comedy movies just to see some, like, some, like, good examples of stuff that maybe be, like, more recent. And upon looking, I see something on here that kind of terrifies me just staring at this poster is... Apparently, they've made a live-action Marmaduke, or they made a anim. It's animated. Like I don't know, but just I hang. I have to show. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. They, they made that. Yeah, I remember. Look that. at that poster. The dog is, is that is horrifying. Yeah. Yes, that is. That is what the fuck yeah. is no, that? It was, it was not good. That yeah, is a, that is a monster. I, yeah. I'm. I bet Dan gave it five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, IMDb has their funniest slapstick movies ever, and their number one is Airplane, followed by Monty Python and the Holy Grail. With Blazing Saddles, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Caddyshack, Dumb and Dumber, Spaceballs, Ace Ventura, Home Alone, and Robin Hood Men in Tights. You know what? I don't know if I would classify Monty Python as slapstick. I don't either. I think it's more like absurd humor. Yeah, it's absurdist comedy. Yeah. <coughs> So, Cannon, which of the mask suits would you be wearing <laughs> if given the opportunity? Because I'm torn between the yellow zoot suit, that pinstripe suit at the end, or that one set of Stanley Ipkiss's pajamas. <laughs> pajamas. The impossible pajamas. That's right. First of all, he got shit for his fucking uh, like ink blot looking tie, and I thought that tie was rad. That was a good Same. looking tie. Uh, that's that just me. Respect. No, that was the point because the, yeah. the like every uh, everywhere he turned, like there was like a turd in his face, mm. <laughs> like <laughs> metaphorically speaking. <laughs> Which, wait, that is from that movie. Never mind. I was, yeah. about to say, <laughs> I was about to say that's from another Jim Carrey movie, but it's this fucking movie. Um. But yeah, uh, the pinstripe suit where the OJ was spilling out of his um, not Simpson, uh, the um, uh, the juice, right? Uh, I mean, not not the murderer the juice, juice. <laughs> like the actual juice, not the, the proof juice, not the thing that they're fighting for in Road Warrior, the juice, the um, liquid, actual liquid. That um, that uh, uh, banana zoot suit is pretty rad. Which um, I don't know how true it is, but apparently, again, more IMDb trivia was. Uh, um, was specifically made um, for him in this uh, to be like inspired by the uh, yellow suit that his mom made for him uh, when he first started stand-up comedy. Wow. And I think I remember like old footage of him in that fucking old yellow, biggest yeah. shoulders you've ever seen in your life coat. It was the eighties. No, I've seen that footage. Like it's that never clicked with me. No, me that's neither. Awesome. <laughs> I know he was the one who recommended the big white teeth for the mask. Like he mm. when like they were working. Like Jim Carrey was like, we should have him have, you know, perfect like pearl white teeth. Well, that that is the reference to the comic books. So that's the- oh really? Even though he had a hard time talking with the teeth. Yeah, yeah. The character has like this enormous grin. I will say if you're if you're basically if his teeth are basically like ingesting blue chew and just getting bigger, like Jim Carrey will make him move around and just be more animated and just more crazy. So <laughs> like for as different as the tone is from the books, the visual of the mask of Big Head as yeah. he's called in the books, spot fucking on. Oh. Mask looks way different though. Like the the wooden mask mm-hmm. yeah. in the books is sort of like jade. It's a full face mask, not really the Viking mask. 
I'll show you a picture. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever seen what it looked like in the comic books. It's uh, it's like odd looking. Off the if face. You're, if is. you're used to seeing the Isn't movie it like one. Faceted crystals. All yeah. Up, it's, uh, it's almost like a, a, a glued together yeah. macrame jade yeah. mask. If there's anybody thing. on Etsy that makes those fucking things out of real wood, I will buy one. <laughs> <laughs> I've always kind of wanted one. I'm not going to lie. And in, ho- well, in low-key hopes <laughs> that it's low-key's mask. <laughs> well, there's your Christmas gifts, everyone. <laughs> I just get like 12 wooden masks <laughs> yeah. just thrown at me. Every, every Which one of these? One of these has got to work, God damn it. Um, so, like, yeah, that was- real quick, just here's the page uh, when he does the Tommy gun bit with the balloons. So it's taken straight from the book. Oh, that is cool. he does not miss. No. <laughs> he people murders... Get- Everyone in the comic books. Yeah, they only like uh, the the first uh, like few pages or panels of a of a, a mass book that I remember was uh, I think he like put a chocolate hose in someone's mouth and then just turned it on and it was like like a candy factory or something and just like exploded. And here's what the comic mask looks like. That's kind of creepy. That's really creepy. Yeah, it's messed up. Why does it look like? Like Brainiac, it looks like some drawing out of like a, like a, a, a advanced Dungeons and Dragons book from like the the eighties. Mm-hmm. Well, the is the comic book originate in the eighties or is it the nineties? I want to say it was nineties. I, I don't think it existed very long before they adapted it. I'll double check. Though. Like, cause I was I was a kid, and you know, uh, Halloween just ended here. But man, I always like. I was like, wow, where, where are the mask costumes? Like, how come there are no costumes for the mask? I want to be the mask. We, we got a kid's show that had action figures. Yeah. I wanted to be the mask so hard. Like, okay. so hard. Uh, he debuted as Mask with a K in Dark Horse Presents number 10 from 1987, September. So my birth month. Yeah. Uh, and then as Big Head in Mayhem number one of May 1989. Okay, so late 80s. Because Mask was a different thing created by different people than they took, uh, a different set of people took that and made Big Head. I remember it was, a, it was a weird thing. Also, here's the list of people who have been the Mask in the comics, including Detective Calloway. But I'm just going to scroll. It's a Jesus. lot. Jesus. Yeah, it's a lot. I'm How still many scrolling. dogs? <laughs> still scrolling. Uh, I think only the one dog. How uh, many of those were Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> Uh, none of them. <laughs> none of them. Well, since we're going to talk about things that really fucking suck, um, the funny, I will say, yes, I have seen Son of the Mask. It's, <laughs> it's fucking bad. That was the best segue. I just uh, want you to know that. But um, in the first movie, the dog is named Milo. And Son of the Mask, the dog is named, I shit you not, Otis. Nah. Nah, yeah, I was literally oh, thinking. Oh, oh no! no. Yep. Oh no! I was thinking like, man, is I couldn't remember if the cat or the dog was named Milo in Milo and Otis. I think it's the cat, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking uh, remember. Yeah, I, I don't can remember anymore. Fucking movie full of animal murder, and I hate it now. Wow. My whole childhood was a lie. Milo and Otis and O.J. Simpson callbacks in the same episode. Hey, yeah. you know, you did, the O.J. Simpson bit was for you. I know. <laughs> this really is a season finale. I'm being really generous is. in my birthday episode. You're Happy welcome. Birthday, <laughs> Happy birthday, Cannon. Happy birthday, fucko. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Mask is a good movie. Green is Agreed. a great color, especially in a, in a banana suit. Mm-hmm. 
It's fantastic. You, know, you just spin around. It's just fun sitting there watching the sunset. The methane makes the colors. Just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the park called Landfill Park. Landfill Park's beautiful this time of night. <laughs> the, the Aurora goddamn Borealis. The greens. And New really York City-ass place. <laughs> Don't worry. We're all going to die from methane gas anyway. Kaboom. <laughs> I know I am if I keep eating Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, I'm farting. I should have died uh, years ago. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I would have made it to. You know, this bird, This comes out like even before my birthday. The day before your birthday. The day yeah. before. Yeah. We, uh, before. Got fortunate with the timing on that. We got pretty lucky there. Bob. So all of you listening to this on the day it comes out, set your clocks and tomorrow... Send that cannon guy some happy birthday wishes. Yeah. On his socials. On all the socials. Follow him on the TikTok, the letterbox, the Goodreads. Uh, even though, you know, he's, he's he's trying, but he still doesn't quite know how to read. <laughs> hey, he does all of his ABCs I now. I still don't know how to read. But if you want to help me out with my... Um, so um, now, my so my reading classes. Um, that Cannon guy also works on um, Venmo and Cash App. <laughs> well, there you go. Send him some birthday. <laughs> Help birthday <laughs> get hooked up on it. <laughs> That's actually not a bit. I went whole hog on this branding, y'all. Like whole fucking hog. That's but, good. But somehow I do know how to read, and I'm an avid reader. See, see, that's why you're the masked version. <laughs> see, I think it's just your split personality lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just fucking tickled myself from an old ass bit from a show where it's <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want the movies read to me. <laughs> I don't know the context or what was said, but I know I said that on an episode. <laughs> I think it was on a best of episode. I don't fucking know. But yeah, uh, the mask is great. Um,. Yeah. Um, read a synopsis if you <laughs> read a synopsis. Go watch it. Go watch it. A dude finds a mask, and who doesn't love dudes in masks? Jason, Michael Myers, even though Halloween ends. Casey five Jones. Five, five stars. Uh, four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Four Might as well be five. <laughs> like what the hell? Like I, I, I was like four and a half on the mask, and you know what? Dude, in the mask, fucking five stars. Have <laughs> <laughs> pressured you into raising your score yet, Pat? Quit, get the pitchfork. Don't torches. fucking peer pressure pad in them. It's a good movie. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Form. Rabble, rabble. One of us. Like one. <laughs> one. <laughs> Cannon, have you had a good birthday episode? I have had a great birthday episode. <laughs> good. Well, it's about time to wrap it up. We're going to do our plugs. Uh, <laughs> like the mask. <laughs> Wet, soggy wrapping in his pocket. <laughs> Peeling off the back and of And apparently, head. sorry, wrong pocket. Was that lib? Such a weird wet balloon for that joke. I don't get it, yeah, but I'm sure it's funny. Little me had no idea yep. what was going on. <laughs> all right, so just uh, as a reiteration to all of our regular listeners, so Frank and like two other people. Uh, <laughs> you forgot about Tappahannock. <laughs> uh, shout out to Tappahannock. We love you guys. Um this is our last episode of the year. <laughs> I so scared sorry. you. Scared you, didn't I? <laughs> this is our last regular episode of 2022. We're going to be going, uh, starting next week, we're going on hiatus until second week of January, I think is when we have uh, the next episode scheduled. Uh, we're going to be just taking a break, recharge our batteries, 
so that we don't go crazy, jump in a river, find an ancient mask, and let out our wildest fantasies uh, mayhem on a city. <laughs> but we will be releasing. Uh, we've got some some stuff in the works. Me, Ken, and Jeremy are going to get get together. We're going to do some fun little mini episodes, maybe five, maybe ten, maybe twenty minutes. Depends on how much shit we get. Uh, but we're going to have some just fun, weird things for you to help pass the time and. You know, you can't go a week without listening to our voices, so we're going <laughs> to hook you up on that. Don't worry. <laughs> can, we, can we tease at least one of them? No. Okay. Because we don't know if that one's going to work or not. But it, it's, it's such a great idea. It's a great idea, but ideas are only ideas until you make your dreams real. But I've already set the timer on this TNT. No, uh, okay. Well, Cannon, uh, just go ahead and get on that, right? Just eat the TNT real quick. It'll be fine. <laughs> and then you got to say the line. <laughs> now say the thing. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Wonderful. Hey, uh, sorry. So yeah, we're gonna be doing some some just fun little weird bits, you know, the sort of stuff that wouldn't work as an episode, and also because we think it's funny. Yeah, uh, uh, it's a, a real experimental staging, <laughs> it's be like minisodes. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, I mean, for us, for sure. For you guys, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Hey, there's always next week. And uh, provided, if we don't have enough for that, we'll make some best of episodes. Just we'll have stuff that's out for you to listen to, and you can go mm. check out some of our older episodes. Uh, you know, listen to my birthday episode. We're talking about Commando. Re-listen to this one because it was fun. Check like out my birthday stuff. episode. We talk about the Mask of Zora. That yeah, was a great episode. <laughs> oh yeah, lots of great masks. Yeah, uh, but that's our plan, and we want to thank you for listening so much, uh, for you know following us, and for you know, buying our merch. And uh, we just we love you. You know, even. If we had no listeners, we'd probably still do this because it's fun. But it's nice to also have people saying that they enjoy the thing we do. It's very gratifying. <laughs> if you don't say it uh, in so much as words or texts or tweets or retweets, we see the numbers and the numbers are there. <laughs> right. And the numbers don't lie and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Yeah. So. Steiner math. Steiner math. Steiner math. So. Uh, we'll just go around like we always do, since I know Pat will have the most to say. Jeremy. Yeah. Where can the people find you? Uh, you can find me on my Instagram, which is Tunes, T-U-N-E-S, uh, Cosmic Reality. This is my art account and other odds and ends. Uh, sometimes I get to draw and put mm -hmm. stuff on there. I also have my streaming account, which is twitch.tv slash backwards hero. <laughs> Tomorrow is the beginning of season two of Rumbleverse. Uh, and me and Six Hill are going to start streaming two nights a week. We'll start doing Tuesdays and Thursdays. So come watch us be wild animals. And when trios happens, I'm going to drag Shimmy into it. And there's also four man groups, yeah. so we might get a little cannon action. Quads. 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 Like four wheelers? No, yeah. like the thing that Kevin no. Nash keeps tearing. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. But there's a. But they did their little preview stream today, and there's Would a giant. Be a little easy on Nash for a little while. <laughs> I love Nash. They did I love Nash, too. That's why I'm saying let's be a little easy on They did their preview stream today, and there's a giant ice cream cone section and a lava dome for season two. I'm so excited. It looks like some pretty cool shit, sir. And huh? you can do the razor's edge. <laughs> that is a move. Ooh. Birthday so, yeah. boy. Yes. Where can the people find you? Well, first off, I just want to say uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Please continue to listen. Uh, we will be back next year. You'll know where to find us. But until then, you can find me. 
at that cannon guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Goodreads, and of course, the TikTok. Social media star that cannon guy. Yes. Frank. Well, you know, I'll be fucking doing shit all the time. You know, I'll be down here in the basement just hanging out in the corner, you know, playing fucking patty cake with Abaddon, even on Wednesdays when they don't even let me watch wrestling with them. I'm just down here in the corner just counting fucking pops, and guess what? The number doesn't fucking change every time. All the Star Wars pops, the eyes are following me every time. Ghost Rider, you won't be my friend. I'm sorry. Plug your shit. Tremendous. Uh, I'm sorry, it gets me every uh, <laughs> I almost inter- I almost inter- interrupted you when you did the intro for coming back after the break just to do the shit to you. <laughs> I want to hear my Franks. Uh, all right, do do your cannon, Frank. <laughs> well, we sound exactly alike, so I don't even know why I would do a voice. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, I've been false ab- a false advertising to someone else. Uh, my Instagram is actually Postman Franklin, not Postman Frank. <gasps> what? Because Frank. Franklin's actually my name. Oh, that's funny. Shocker. Uh, as one of my childhood friends found out when he called my house for the first time and asked to speak to Frank, my mom was like, Frank doesn't live here. You want to speak to Franklin? <laughs> he was very proud of naming me that. Uh, but, He's been dead for uh, years. Anyway, Instagram, Postman Franklin. Uh, TikTok, Swarly. Uh, I may or may not follow you back. I don't really post anything, so. Hey, but you might get that free follow. You never know. Yeah, you get that free follow. Pump those numbers up. Pat. Yes, hello, hello. It is Pat. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd at John Lost His Name. And if you're listening to this episode the week it comes out, that means on Monday, November 14th, we just released episode 289, which is a featuring Colt, Tanner, and Wenzel as they describe their big hullabaloo trip to Huntsville, Alabama. It's got Korean barbecue. It's got Dave and Buster's. It has someone getting really drunk off of one drink and a whole bunch of toy collecting. It's a lot of fun. Two hours of banter and uh, good times. And if you'd be so kind, go check out our third channel on the AYCH Podcast Network. That's AYCH Extra, which means we have even more shows for you to listen to. We have Cinema Grimoire, which is a podcast talking about classic gothic movies that means movies from the 80s and 90s, horror films of all stripes, as long as it falls in the oeuvre of uh, gothic, and just you know, just some fun stuff we find along the way. We also have the Backlog Boys, which features the three lads that I just mentioned discussing video games, and uh, that channel is just going to continue to expand because that is our third outlet because we cannot be stopped. Good gracious, we just keep making stuff, <laughs> and by God, people listen to it. Somebody stop! Alabama's premier podcast network, bitches. I mean, yes. prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, and hey, check all that out. And there's plenty more coming out from AYCH this month, next month, and in 2023. Uh, we're not slowing down anytime soon. We have more stuff for you to listen to. So please continue to look out to your feeds wherever you listen to the podcast. There's plenty of good stuff coming your way. I have been Captain Chimmy. You can find me at Captain Chimmy's Almost Art, Captain Chimmy's Kind of Music. I swapped those. It's fine. I'm really testing if you're listening. If it's Captain Chimmy online, it's probably me. It doesn't fucking matter. Uh, also, check out our merch store, tpublic.com slash user slash Caging Greatness. We have some fun shirt designs, and over the next month or so, I might actually have time to put some more up. Yeah. <laughs> so, check that out. Uh, we'll Again, like I said, we'll have... 
some new mini-sodes coming out over the next few weeks. We'll be back in the second week of January for Cajun Greatness Season 3 with perhaps a new theme song. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to just keep spamming all of my arpeggios. It's going to be great. Very 80s, always. Uh, but yeah, that's what we got in the pipeline. Thank you again for listening. Shout out to Tappahannock. Shout out to our German listeners, our listeners from Belgium, uh, our listeners from, we got a guy in Canada recently. Ooh. Yeah, of Ireland. We love you guys. We're, you're all on the world tour. The winner so, is you. So when we do our world tour, uh, prepare your house because we're just coming to see you. Just yeah, because you know, there's like one of you in each of these places. Because obviously we <laughs> don't have the money to you know, put ourselves up in hotels if we're traveling across the world on five to six, nine to five budgets. Right. Like I, I don't think you understand. We're not selling that much merch. We can't afford to have hotels, and we probably get even for the plane tickets. But we're gonna try. We're going to get a paddle boat or something. We'll be there in three months. It's a stowaway life. Unless it's like everything that happened in a perfect storm and then, you know, you'll yeah, see that, us again. Yeah, or, or White Squall. That was yeah. also not fun. Point is, <laughs> uh, you're going to need to get space for like six of us, but it's going to be fun. We're going to be there soon. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Hey, but you, we've been you'll warned. Get front row seats. <laughs> soon as in like quotations. Like we're not going to tell you when. We're just going to show up at your house because we well, can track that shit through Like SoundCloud. a thief in the night. We can't the actually twinkling of an eye. And it busts through your door like a tornado for <laughs> some reason. Oh, we're just, yeah. We're just going to show up in Ireland like, who listens to Cajun Greatness? Yeah, we're just going to keep asking. <laughs> we, we, we just shake down every hour. <laughs> listen to Cajun Greatness. Who do you know who likes Nicholas Cage? Point him out. It's uh, just like the skit of Harrison Ford asking people where his family's at. Where's my family? <laughs> Where's our fans? Where's stay, our fans? Stay tuned in 2023 when Cage and Great News comes international criminals. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the run. <laughs> See, that's why we're on the world tour. To get away from the fucking fans. <laughs> Shit, guys, it's Interpol. Ah. <laughs> uh. Cajun Greatness Live from Ukraine. Hold on to your lug nuts. <laughs> I mean, you joke, but we actually had quite a few listeners from Ukraine this this year. Yeah. Well, we, we're doing our part in the war effort by sending banter to our boys over there in Ukraine. Uh, but there is one continent. Well, we haven't gotten listens in Antarctica. That's probably not going to happen. Penguins don't have phones. Not yet. Uh, we haven't gotten any listeners out of Africa yet. In, like, the history of the show. But we've been on every other continent. So, Maybe oh. on Cajun Greatness. Yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm not talking about Ak. <laughs> you talk enough about Ak on Ak. Like, we're talking about Cage. Hey, I have plenty more to say. <laughs> Obviously, we three goddamn channels. Wait, gag that, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening. Cannon, we love you. Happy early birthday. Happy thank birthday. you. Thank you for joining, uh, like letting us join you for your birthday celebration. This was a good time. Hell yes. It was good. It was a good way to end the season. Yes. And we will see season everyone ended. in season three. Bye. Bye. So long. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box?